once again, that feeling of the feeling in my gut where I just couldn't. I was having anxiety because I was like, man, like I'm just feeling like I got to do this. And I saw this garage in Renton and it was like, I don't know, like 1000 1200 bucks a month or something like that. And I, and I was just like, man, I don't want it to this opportunity to pass by. Right. Um, and then back then for me, I was like, I want to have a garage gym. It's hardcore, Ugh, you know, yeah. like underground strength coach, like, you know, Zach Evan Ash and shit. And so, um, and there was probably nothing on the West coast like that. Was there? Cause back um, then it I'm was, just, I mean, like, here's the thing and is, then Zach's. I'm sure like, that like I'm sure there there, there definitely there definitely was stuff, probably man. more so in like Cali, I, not not. I mean, I remember like I, I you know I'd get on the phone. I remember getting on the phone like Elliot Hulse when he opened Strength Camp. Like we were kind of opening, we were kind of opening, uh, you know, that garage gym. He's like, on the East Coast though, too, right? Yeah, he's in Florida, and I I you know I do I do like I remember consultation calls with Zach and Nash back then because you know he was one of the first guys the you know yeah. The, yeah, doing that stuff. Um, and I'm sure like you know I I there's. Like right off the bat, right now I can't remember because man, there's been so many influences, and I want to give homage to every single one of them, you know. Um, but de- I mean, definitely, like in 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 this area, there was no. nothing like it. Like I mean, there nobody right doing it. And I and I went to him. I said, look, I know it's earlier than what I said, but you know, like I just think this is an opportunity. And he was, I mean, he was because I was always honest, you know. Like uh, he was like, all right, cool. And I was like, look, I I, I won't tell anybody. Like. I won't solicit anybody. And he said, look, do this. He's like, take three clients, you know, two, three of your best clients and just shake my hand, promise me, like, you won't, you know, you won't do anything else. And it, and I did it, and, like, I kept my word to that, you know what I mean, like, and had to build from scratch, you know what I mean? It wasn't any of the, like, I mean, I remember I t- uh, it was, like, Sherry, who is to this day, you know, my, my great friend and, and accountant who who's kept me out of prison probably. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Uh, I love her to death. And, 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 you know, funny thing is, like, Ravi was one of them who ended up moving away and now is coming back here again. So, yep. once again, another guy that's been around for, like, almost a decade. Um, Mike Moran, a good friend who who doesn't train here anymore. But I think those were the three, and then that was it, you know. And, and I just, I just want to, you know – I think too, just in life, like the whole integrity of like you know doing what you said you do. Like, whenever I didn't do that, and just you know to not pretend like uh, you know I've I've always been like uh, the best in the world. I just just like you know whenever I haven't done that, it always came back to bite me in the ass. You yeah. know, always been fucked over. Um, and you know, but those those decisions I think were the best decisions I could have ever made when it comes to business. Uh, one, you know, to to never burn bridges. Two, to to build uh to build it the right way. You know what I mean? And um. So we started in the garage, man, and, and like it, uh, basically I was still working, right? So I was still working full time at, at Vision Quest. Like, so in the mornings I come in and run boot camps, go and work a full hour, you know, 12 hour day over there, come back, train athletes, uh, or, or sometimes, you know, stay at Vision Quest trainer. There's these legendary sessions. Like, we train till midnight to 1 a.m. I'd come home, write a blog, study, sleep for two and a half hours, wake up, you know, go, go run boot camp, go train chip at Vision Quest you know train 14 16 clients in a row like and that was like you know years man um so that that was a grinder man that the was the beginning that was, of a drain oh dude fatigue. dude that, that was i mean those were grinders <laughs> they were though like some of those fucking like i remember like friday mornings i trained um like when we actually got to this spot but even in the last spot like i trained is uh called them vigor vixens so it's like a lot of the girls prepping for shows and stuff like that and it'll be like a 8 9 a.m session on, on a friday morning and like man, I mean, we're talking about from Sunday through through Friday, I've probably slept a cumulative fifteen hours, maybe. You know what I mean? And I would be like, I'd be coaching them, like, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. And there'd be like a mini break, and I just fucking pass out. And they'd wake me up like on the turf, 
like, yo, Luke, and they'd be laughing and shit. And I'm like, oh, shit, where am I? I mean, dude, it was like where that. Oh, no, it would be crazy. It would be, it would be that. But you can actually go back on Facebook where they take pictures of me when I would pass out. And then, you know, the weekend would come, and I'd kind of, like, gather myself and, like, get some more sleep and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it it really was, like, pretty, pretty crazy. It, it was crazy, man. It was, it was definitely, a, a, like, the ultimate, ultimate grind. Um, and then I started cutting down. I started cutting down at Vision Quest as things got busier at the garage. And, you know, within, I mean, we were there for close to three years, if not about three years, I'd say. I mean, it be, it really became kind of like this cult, cult crazy gym in Renton, you know. And, um, I mean, for anybody that's, that, that, that's listened to this, that's been around that long, it was like, you know, it, it was on the street and we just push prowlers and, and flip tires on the street. Like cars be coming by and we'd just be like, I'll never forget. All right, you're going to have to go around. Like, two years ago. I think it was like one or two years <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, it was. This lady came in here and she was like asking me questions about the gym, blah, blah, blah. She was like, my mom used to train at a gym that was kind of like this, but it was a small little garage. But this crazy bald guy would have her pushing these metal things down the street. And I, I hadn't, I didn't want to have anything to do with it. And I literally was like, that guy? And I'm like, <laughs> I pointed up to like one of the banners with you on it. And she was just like, no, fuck away. I was like, yeah, he expanded. <laughs> we're, at a, we're at a new spot now. And she was like, and that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, she didn't sign. Oh Dude. man. I mean, it was, and, and you know, what's so funny, man. Like, uh, you know, here's another thing too. And, and, and what's so important. There's so many people still to this day, you know, that, some that still train here, some some that don't, but like visit a lot, you know, come back and and they go like, man, I miss that gym, right? And there was something about it, um, and it wasn't the black mold, <laughs> and there was black mold, and I feel like I made everybody's immunity way better. Uh, I mean, it was just it was just so like I probably there's just thousands of stories about that place, you know. It's funny because because it was uh uh, you know, uh, Jay had a podcast like a couple weeks ago about. The start, you know, this Jay Ferrugia, right? Yeah, Jay Ferrugia about the, you know, the Renegade Gym and how it started yeah, yeah, yeah. and the crazy shit that they do, and I was actually, you know, uh, messaging with them on on IG Live, right? Because like as he's telling these stories, I'm like, oh man, we have these motherfucking stories, yeah. and uh, so I'm gonna tell one story. I'm gonna tell one story. Like Dennis is here, he probably, he, I, I think he won't be upset that I tell this story. <laughs> um, this is a pretty legendary story, by the way. Um, Take it how you will. So we would have like these, we had a crew, like we had, a, we would have a crew that would train at nights and it was just like, you know, we trained five, six, seven days a week. I mean, it depends. And these were like these just insane, insane training sessions. I mean, like looking back now, it's just like, they should have been illegal, but it was very, very Luca-like, you know, it was like, yeah. this was my crew and, and, and it was, uh, I mean, a lot of it was the social aspect of it too right. and stuff. Type shit, and, you don't even write the workout on the board. Oh, no, no, the workouts were written on the shit. board, but the, I, I would course correct. And, I was the, cor and the course correction would be like, a, a, you know, instead of being like one finisher, it would be like four, just keep five, going, extra, going. an extra hour uh, and a half, two just, hours. They were, I mean, Akeem, we, we, you guys probably need to bring like Akeem on, because he may tell these stories some, somewhat better sometimes, you know, because <laughs> uh, he's been around for a long time. And uh, man, there's, I mean, I, if anything goes on this podcast, fucking, we can go into some crazy, anything crazy goes. shit. Anything uh, goes. And, and I'll, know that. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll tell some stories about that too. But but I remember one night, like, we're we're deadlifting and we're just like, you know, going up to like a two two or three rep max and, you know, everybody's pulling like, you know, 455, five, I mean, just like big weights and shit. And then we did a, a I was just like, all right, now we're going to go for it. Like, we're going to fucking do this challenge. You know, it's like, 365 on a trap bar how many times can you do it and dude an atmosphere is just like i mean you know this is like a fucking sweat box like 
it's DMX is playing like I'm headbutting walls and shit. I mean, it's nuts, right? And, <laughs> He's and, serious, and, too. Oh, yeah. And, and so we go on like 365 for max, right? I mean, it's, you know, like when the atmosphere is, if you've ever seen like a strength and conditioning, you know, college place where people are fucking losing their yeah. mind. Like that was like every night, you know what I mean, for, for us. So I go and do like 365 for like uh, like 23 reps, right? And, and like this is after like all the shit that we already done. And then Dennis goes up to the bar. And I'm like, I'm just like out of my mind. And so Dennis starts lifting. And he gets to like 12, right? And uh, he's like all tired and shit. I'm like, fucking go. Fucking go. And it's like, so and this comes from like, so back in the day when me and my friends in Zico would train, like, dude, we would like, we'd push each other and slap each other. Like, we'd go bananas, right? So literally instinctively, I slap him. I mean, like, not a little bit, like fucking like, you know, like a, a, Char, like a Charlie Murphy, like fucking Rick James fucking slap. Like, I mean, it is slap, five fingers to the face. And for an instance there, like, he looks at me and it was like, okay, we're about to fight. Like, this is, this shit is about to, you know, this is going to be like a legit, like, brawl to the death. Because he gave me the look and he was about to jump on me. And I was like, don't be a pussy, live. And he fucking goes and he ends up doing like 27 or 20 fucking eight reps with 365. Like, this is like a, I don't know, this is not even a PR, bro. Like, this is like, to this day, I don't even know if Dennis could ever lift that weight no. again for that amount. You know what I mean? So, you know, it, it, was, it was nuts because everybody's like, what the fuck just happened? He's but I know I gave him hella props because he went and took that like anger that he wanted to kill me with yeah. and channeled and it. And then channeled it right into That's the motherfucking crazy. trap bar. And he and dude, he smashed me by like three reps. <laughs> right. And I don't even know if he can get 365. No. Yeah. But I think that he would tell you that that's a it's it's kind of like one of those crazy memories. But but now looking back at it, it's, it's a good one. And, man, we have a lot of those stories, but, you know, th that's the type of workouts we'd have all the fucking time, you know, because uh, before Hugh trained here, you know, for the, the forever intern at at, uh, uh, at Vigor is, is Hugh, right, who's been training with me for, like, fuck, on, like, eight years. You know, he would ask Akeem, like, on Saturdays, Akeem would train here, and uh, he was like, uh, hey, yo, you want to meet up for, like, brunch, you know? And Akeem's like, uh... I don't know, dude. I might still be because you go to train at ten, right? <laughs> and he's like, "Oh no, man, I might still be training." And he was like, "All right, well, let's let's do like one thirty. And he was like, "I don't know, man, I might still be training." <laughs> and he's like, "Dude, what the fuck?" And he was like, "Man, I, I don't know. You get you gotta come see this. I I, I can't explain it to you. You know what I mean? It's like the legendary Saturday workouts. Um, but it was, you know, th that was part of I I think the the the, the kind of like the culture and the craziness of the right. garage gym." And it was felt in everything, like in the group training that we did, the athletes, the semi-privates, you know. And we, I mean, we, when you say to outgrow this space, um, imagine a 1,100 square foot space that's like got a bunch of equipment in there too, you know, two bath, two like the, the most miniature bathrooms you can ever see. Um, and I mean, we would have like group trainings with like 36 and 44 people and stuff. I mean, and then we'd start to have to open up the doors and like people were just running around the streets. I mean, if somebody drove by, it just looked like something was wrong. You know what I mean? Like, and, and we just wouldn't stop for shit either. It was like, I just take that lane. Like we're flipping tires. Like just fucking take that lane. I don't care. You know? And, and we'd get like the cops would be by like, like weekly. And they were hella cool because we'd get, you know, across the street, you know, irony of this was a retirement home. Right. I mean, I mean, across the street. Yeah. You know, so, they, yeah. so there'd be like every day there was calls, complaints. Like there was one day like we got we got cops that came by seven times and they were just like, look, man, we got it. They were like, we got to come. You know, they, they called. We got to come. But it's like you guys can do whatever you want. Yeah. We became hella cool with them and stuff. And and 
I mean, it was like literally like so, so many cool stories with, with that. And, you know, and then we end up, and we really were looking for a space essentially for a year, you know, couldn't get it. And, you know, then we were in a good enough place to come here, you know, which is the current location we've been at for six years now. Um, and, you know, and, and, and honestly, like not long after, like you guys, you guys came here and, and right. kind of, you know, kind of know the story, but uh, it's been, I mean, incredible, but like, you know, a lot of growing pains, this, that, and the yeah, other, and, and a lot, uh, a lot. since we've been here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's been, and that, and that's the thing, right? Like you got to embrace, like to be anything great, like to build anything great, like, man, there's no, there's no way around it. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to have to, you know, you have to eat shit. Stuff's going to suck. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be, I think, I think, you know, and I always say this, like the hardest thing in business, I think is, um, building teams, managing people, um, creating incredible culture. I think that's, that's the hardest thing, you know, to do, but it's the most worthwhile thing yeah, to do, yeah, you know, and, definitely and even, you know, like with you guys, man, we've been through the ups and downs and there's been a lot of, yeah. you know, that whether it's arguments bumping heads, but it's but it, but the thing is like that's normal. Like I'd rather have that and come out on the other end of things, you know. And um, I think in this place we really like at the beginning there was a lot of growth. Like there was a lot of growth as far as like members and everything. But I say like in the last you know couple of years the biggest growth that we had was was abs was wasn't even uh it it wasn't like financial or members or anything. It was act it was internal. It was like. Yeah. It was like getting ready for the next step, you know, getting ready or I, I would even say like going through like all these like red hot fires to find who's the, you know, like this amazing team that we can go and, and build something like spectacular. And who's really in on that. And who's really in on yeah. that. Yeah, man. Like for real. Like, I mean, because it was and not to, you know, it, it, like this, this is not like trying to, you know, talk shit or anything like that, man. It's just like. In life, you just find out like certain, you know, certain people are are, are along for the ride. You know what I mean? And, and, and certain aren't. And it's like it's not a good or a bad right, thing. Yeah. Like it's just meant to do something else, right? Like um, that's a good it, point though, because I think like even just from the people that I talk to and, and different coaches or people who who think that they want to go into personal training or strength and conditioning, whatever you want to call it as a profession, they see this and they're like, man, like I would love to train at Vigor, but I think that. And, and not to say that this isn't like a great, a great place because it's the best place. But at the same time, like not everybody is meant to to be Absolutely a coach not. here, right? Like no. you know, not everybody has what it takes. And maybe you know, it's just the culture or the, it's how we do things that's very different from yeah, no, different absolutely personalities. You know, it's it, it, different personalities, different. Um, I mean, I you know, for the longest time, like I told you guys, like the whole expectations thing, right? Like, I mean, I, you know, everybody expecting more of each other. I mean, that's and that can be challenging, man. Right. Like, you know, uh, let's be honest, right? If you're constantly being pushed and challenged and stuff like that, it, it can sometimes be like, oh shit, this is exhausting. And it doesn't mean that it's you know, it's like okay, cool, maybe something else is right for you, right? But I, I would say, like, this, this this word gets, like, thrown around so much, right? The, the, the culture word, right? Um, it's really easy to use, um, but it's, man, it, it is, I would say it's the foundation of everything, you know? Um, and I would say in any business or any kind of community, right? Because what is, I think Mark Fisher put it really well. What, you know, what is, what is culture? Culture is mi uh, mission plus values plus people, right? Um, and I think that many a times, like, you know, in fitness business, what do you get? Like you get people skipping that, 
Yeah. Like, the, you know, what's the mission? And, um, you know, because it's all one of the qu- questions. I think Matt asked it. You know, what is what is the thing that drives me, right? Um, because it, it, sometimes it can seem I'm a little psycho, uh, right? And, I mean, I mean maybe. <laughs> but but the thing, the reality is, like, to, to be able to, to do, like, really, really hard things. And, and, like, business is hard. Like, small business, you know, statistically, it's like, look, every – 10 years, 96, 97% of small businesses fail. Like, so in general, like you would basically say it's a huge failure, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I could go into that because that, that's, that's a whole nother story for another day and, and how I believe that can be changed. But um, it's tough, man. It's fucking tough. And like, let alone doing it for like, you know, now, I mean, if you count our gym there, it's like, you know, 12, 12 years, you know, here it's going to be a decade. Um, and it doesn't just get like easy. I mean, this is, you know, especially if you want to innovate and grow and, and, and do things like that, man, it, it is, it is tough. So with that said, like, you gotta love this shit. Like you have to find meaning beyond yeah. like money or, you know, yeah. fame or like, you know, and I'll bring this up again. And, and, and I heard this the first time in a Gary V podcast with Jewel, who I know who Jewel is, but I never heard her yeah, story. That episode. Great yeah. episode. And, yeah. you know, when I, I listened to that, man, I, I, I wrote this whole page, you know, of what, she, like, I wrote my thoughts on, on, on what she said, like, in this whole page. I, I, I bought her book that same day, um, and it's called Never Broken for anybody, if, if, if you want to pick it up. Uh, it's amazing, because, I mean, she was, you know, abused, homeless, um, and, and, I mean, it's an incredible story. Like, she really. just getting ripped from her every chance. Yeah, like. and, 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 I mean, and a lot of what she talks about in Never Broken, how you can be happy with nothing, right? That she yeah. was, she actually you know, mindfulness, meditation, like, you know, how to get to a place of where she was homeless, but she was happy. Um, and, but one of the big things that stood out, you know, that, that for me was just like such a, it was just like an aha moment. And like, I, I feel like really connected with it was that she's when, when she got the offer for that million dollar deal, right. She like, a uh, a, a record company wanted to sign her for a million bucks. And she read, you know, the book and said, I, I know what this is. Like, really, you're just loaning me a million bucks, right? right. She was like, no, I, that's cool. I'm going to, you know, get percentages. I'm good with that, right? And obviously, it worked out better for her because she, she knew what she was doing. But she said, at that point in time, I had to make a decision. You know, do I want to be famous? Do I want fame? Or do I want to be an artist? And she said, I wanted to be an artist because if you want to be famous... Like when you have fame, you can easily lose that, 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 the fire, right? But if you want to be an artist, you can become famous, you know what I mean? But then you never lose that. And so that for me was like, you know, related. If you say, if you take it over to fitness business or if just fitness is like, you know, do you want to be famous or do you want to be a coach? Right. You know, and like, man, I want to be a coach, you know, like, and, and become so good that nobody can, you know, can ignore you. And then all that other stuff comes with it, you know, and, and I think that, a lot of times people kind of can lose their way, you know, and it's like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to be famous, you know. And so that was like so, so big to me is that you find meaning beyond uh, the dollars and, and you know, like, woo, you're this, that, the other. Could you do this, you know, if all of that was taken away? Um, and, and so, and the thing is, and I've done it like the wrong way, the right way, the, you know, I fucked up my marriage, I've done a lot of stuff. And so with that said, you got to get to a place where, you know, it's deeper, right? To be able to do this, for me to be able to see the next 10 years, like, man, it's not like, oh, man, you know, we need to get, like, this many members because there's this much money. Like, yeah. it's, it's something deeper, you know? And uh, years ago, you know, Garrett Garrett was one person that said it actually was 
a, a video that was out where he was like, man, you know, what what does warrior do, right? And he said, well, we change one one man, we change a family, right? We change a family, we change a community, we change a community, we change a city, we change a city, we change a state, change a state, change a nation, change a nation, change a fucking world, right? And same thing, like that just rang so true to me. I was like, man, that's what we do. Like, you know, this is so far beyond this this physical transformation. And so like at this point in time, the way I view vigor and, 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 and what we do and who we are is, is one, continuing to like be this place of transformation. And when you think about it, you know, what vigor ground means, right? Vigor is, if you look in the dictionary, it's, it's power, it's energy. You know, and I would say like, you know, what, what to, to me is personal power, which means a lot of things. But it's also, it's, it's mental and physical growth. Right. It's like the evolution. So to me, when we were, you know, kind of like, okay, what is vigor ground? It was like, well, it's where you mentally and physically evolve. Right. Where you where you the ground where you gain personal power and you grow. Um, And I would add to that emotionally as well. Right. Um, So it becomes so much more than, you know, like five years ago, I'm like, oh, man, we want to be the best gym. Like I can, you know, I can ring off anything about nutrition and training, la, 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 la. But it's it's so much more than that, you know. And I learned I learned that going through the toughest times of my life personally, going like, hmm, like you know, it's 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 a lot more than this. We do a lot more than that. It's done a lot more for me and individuals. And like, how can we, you know, both for the team? Like, how can you know I help you guys be the greatest that you can be? You know, what I mean, how can we help our members kind of um, build the strength, power, and resilience to go on their own hero's journeys, right? So it became that when in in that whole sentence change a man and woman, right? I don't want obviously yeah, yeah. vote, uh, you know, change a family. And, and I'd say like, not only are families very involved in vigor, but when people go home, they're, they're, they're becoming leaders and beacons of their own families, right. right? But, but now, you know, the things that we're doing, and this is like the, the huge aha moment for me was even in buying the new building. And of course, like there's, you know, buying the building was part of it was like, yeah, there's equity and it's, it's you know, it's just a smart move to, to not burn through money, you know, leasing if that if that opportunity and possibility is there, but but honestly, it was like way bigger than that. It was like, how can we create a uh, like a home base uh, in Renton and like start changing the community? And like we're doing charity boot camps for almost nine years now. You know, I, I look back and I'm like, man, every this, Saturday, every Saturday, there's, yeah. there's been 470 charity events at least, probably more, because I'm not good at tracking this shit. But you know, um, you know, you think about that. And you go like, wow, man, that's that's pretty significant. And that's not like including the the, the food drives, the the toy drives, the clothes drives, the yeah. you know the the stuff that uh, like we never talk about or the things that I end up doing that you know I, I don't don't necessarily share it on social media because I don't think everything should be shared and stuff. But like, um, you know, when when I went to uh, Necker Island and met Richard Branson last year, I was sitting there and writing all this stuff out, and I was like, man, like, but but how much more can we do? You know, and then now when we're doing these dinners and moving you know, the vision has become so much bigger. It's like, how can we do, like, you know, use our skill sets to help people, but then also make a change in the community, you know? And then it opened up my eyes to, like, the possibilities of that and, like, how, you know, we're doing a a lot, but, like, how much more can we be doing, right? So that when we go look at down down that whole process, we you know, you go, hey, change a man, change a woman, change a family, but change a community. But the crazy part about it is, like, the culture here is so amazing, that you know you see it in yesterday like every time we do something how many people volunteer to help it's crazy yeah. like it's cr- you know it's crazy um and you know I, I i think about that and i go like well how can we keep like magnifying that you know and and doing more of that and obviously 
that's been a big part of, of the next steps of the things that I'm talking about, like this 100 for 100 project that I'll talk more about, um, you know, uh, creating, you know, I sit down with Marcus to create these, all these scholarships for, for, inner, for, for kids, for inner city kids. Um, I had a meeting with, you know, Reach, which is a center of hope for homeless families. Like basically it's like, like really connecting with everybody in Renton and the community to, and I, what I want to do is like get more businesses involved so that we can all like, you know, grow this more. You know what I mean? Like, and so, the, 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 and that's like, you know, that might be next three years, four years, five years. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of work, right? And so stage one, you know, make Vigor the best gym on the planet. You know, like that's always going to be the goal. And what I mean by that is, is, you know, innovation wise, right? We don't have, you know, tens of millions or hundreds of millions of venture capital investments or whatever, like, the, you know, but like we're, we're grassroots, man. We started from nothing, from a garage gym, from no investment to, to being here. And now we're going to, you know, have a, a facility that has, you know, one of the top physical therapists in the state, you know, integrated into it, you know, chiropractic, active release, grasping, massage, you know, a smoothie bar that does, you know, seasonal fruits and foods and organic this and, you know, cryo chamber and probably IV place where we can do, um, you know, we can do cocktails for nutrient deficiencies and like we, and, you know, box and burn, we're working on that. Like, you know, so basically this place with legitimately people, you know, we, we talk about how environments trigger behaviors, you know, you, you, you tell me like you bring the person into this environment, like it's going to change them. Yeah. And the more that they can be there, the more of that frequency that you have, um, you know, and then how can we kind of build this army to, to go out and help everybody else that's in need and get, and the thing is the reality is like, look, somebody has got to do it. Right. Like I talked to so many small business owners and, and not just fitness, like small business owners, right. Period. And what you get is, is, you know, they're maybe in scarcity mode. So, because of that scarcity, it's like the idea of helping more is is tough. It's not like it's not too judgmental at all, right? But like it's like shit, man. I gotta fix my own stuff. Like how am I gonna help somebody yeah. else? Not understanding that many times, you know, helping somebody else will actually help you, help you personally, and help your business. You know, so that's uh, one of the things that I'm really, really passionate about is getting. Man, there's thousands of businesses, you know, in this area. Like imagine, like imagine if, you know, what we've done every single Saturday, right? if every single business did something for charity and this, I mean, this, this is like me going off the charts because like I have this idea that I think can fucking, you know, change the world. And I, and I'm going to push the shit out of it for, you know, uh, for the next, however long it takes to make it successful because it's, it's what I believe can change communities and change small business. Um, you know, now our passion and purpose and our meaning is, is fitness, right? I don't ever want to, this is what I see a lot too. Uh, that kind of bugs me a little bit sometimes, you know, in the industry, is you know people will do will be coaches and be in fitness and and I've I've heard this a lot. I don't know if you guys have heard this a lot. Like oh man, like you know I'm past fitness. What the fuck does that like? What does right. that mean? Right. Like what you are like you're oh like oh it's, it's, you know I'm past the industry. What? Yeah. What the fuck? Do, what does that mean? Like what is it, is it is such is it such a good place that like you you know you've just transcended this shit? Like man, I, I like I never want to leave the fitness industry right. ever. You know right. what I mean? Like now you know am I doing other things? And it's like, because I, I see opportunity in real estate and how to put other businesses in place to help the community. Sure. You know, is there other, uh, yeah, great. But like, man, the foundation of everything that I've ever done has been this. Right. Right. And, and it will continue to be like until this, you know, we're, we're not in a, I think that if, if you like, if you have like this integrity for, for helping this industry, 
is like one, become the fucking best that you can be. Like the best that you can be at coaching, communicating, interpersonal skills, psychology, the the knowledge of the X's and O's, uh, you know, helping other people. And then and then give it back. Like give it back to either, you know, I said other coaches, give it back to 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 people that can't do it. You know, that's that was one of the conversations. Like, man, there's a lot of people that can't do this. How can we help those two? Right. And and so that you li- so that when when you know when we die and we all fucking will, right? Because it's like we're all we're all getting there. Is how do you leave this world, this industry, you know, and all the people that touch you in a better place? And that you know, and that's the thing is like, man, it, it can sound like very foo-foo-ish, and I, I wish on for everybody to get to that place where you wake up in the morning and like that is what drives you. You know what I mean? Because I I legitimately look everybody. Don't get me wrong, like Your man, legacy. Pe- it's right. yeah, it, it legitimately is. And if when you start talking to People that like um, a lot of times it's because like older older folks, right? I mean, um, when and especially like people that have been really really successful, like man, they don't give a shit. Like I mean, that for me, like when when I met Richard Branson, who's an amazing person. Like I mean, uh, you know everything that that you kind of the great things that you think about that guy, like real real deal, right? Like dude's a real deal. But that, you know that was like the big lesson for me, like being around that guy was like. Man, like he really doesn't give a sh- like he doesn't give a shit about the next dollar, man. He does not. He gives a shit about like you know changing the world, making his company the best company, helping people, and like using that platform to deal with like these huge problems in the world, right? Because it's like you get to a point. It's like man, like you, you start feeling that you know the, the fourth quarter of your life, right? And and yeah, like I don't know, like we're not in the fourth quarter, but I think the sooner that you get that feeling, the better. You know, because because I know I can go for decades like with this fuel. You know what I mean? Or or learn it from those people too, because I think that I, I I look at all of the people who I look up to. You know, in who are super wealthy, right? Some of them aren't wealthy, but those who are super wealthy, I look at them and I look at how they acquired that wealth, right? Or even just success, right? Whatever that means to you, like how those people acquire their success, it's all based off of like the same foundations of doing what they love and and helping people and providing value, like every single person. Absolutely. And you know, it's this is a, this is a d- difficult thing a lot of times, man. Like, um, you know, some uh, people joke around, right? Because uh, like my brother and I, I got two brothers, right? Uh, but uh, my brother Matei, who who's also obviously a big part of the gym there. And I mean, he was a, a big catalyst, obviously, for it to even happen because he invested at the beginning. Um, but he, you know, and he's really, really knowledgeable coach. Um, gorgeous. But, yeah, gorgeous guy. Like David Beckham <laughs> looking dude. Like uh, we, we constantly, like I always have people like, so when's Matei coming back? Like, <laughs> Chopped liver now. Yeah, I'm chopped liver too. <laughs> and it's like, is he coming for the grand opening? Yeah, I think he is. Like, awesome. Like it's the, it's the like, accent. It, it's yeah. definitely the accent. And um and the hair. But it, but he, he no, he's very like we're definitely very different. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of characteristics we also have the same. But you know, he's like, man, like I mean, that dude lives his life like, eh, you know, we're just gonna fucking go to you know, Tibet. Yeah, and go you know random places. Yeah, I mean like for for real, yeah. like by himself, yeah. you know, gets a sherpa and fucking like I'm just gonna go to camp Everest. Yeah, I mean, and he does this shit <laughs> all the time, sherpa. like you know, and uh, no real talk, man. It's, it's him and the sherpa walking through the fucking like Himalayas, dude. Like you know, and and the thing is, and uh, and I mean, I I travel a lot. I do a lot of stuff. I mean, uh, he definitely beats me on that one. And you know, there's there's probably certain things that he's like, man, I'd be, I'd, I be I want to be more like you. You know, I'm I'm very cerebral with like money and strategy and like vision and it's just like right 
And but he's like, man, like I, you know, he really gets the whole thing that like when you when you, I mean, when you die, like what did what like what experiences did you also have, right? So there's other parts to this is like man leaving a legacy, but also like man like obviously leaving a legacy is a lot if you have family is like how you raise your kids you know human value capital not what do you leave them with money but like what do you leave them in in love experiences uh knowledge and stuff like that right but you know i always go like man i want i definitely want to be more like my brother because sometimes he's just like "Eh." yeah you know guys never had a car you know he rides a bike you know he's just like gqing it through ljubljana all the time uh love him to death man like you know but but that's why but that's I what think, fulfills him, right? I think absolutely. You know, that's, yeah, that's and, part of his. That's part of his legacy. It is, and, and it's always like this. I I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm speaking from personal experience. Maybe you know, uh, you guys can relate. Everybody can relate to this. Uh, you know, I, I I know I'm like I'm out there a little bit <laughs> or a lot bit on the work end, right? And and I always say, you know, because people are like, dude, what what about when you have a family? I'm like, I'm ready for a family because I need more balance, and I know that'll balance me out. Because my natural tendency is to, you know, push, like push super hard, right? But I, I think it's, it's, it's important, you know, because it's really easy to get stuck in patterns. And what I would say is that, you know, when I slow down, I do I actually work better, right? Like when, you know, and, and this goes back to this, uh, I, I did a podcast on like the happiness advantage, right? Like if we're happier, we work better. If we're happier, we do better work. Mm-hmm. We can work longer. We can do all these things. And we don't, you know, we don't stop enough to do that, you know, especially if you're like very A type and you have this clicker that goes like, no, 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 no. You got to be, you got to be pushing. You got to be right. challenging. All be or nothing. Yeah. yeah and, 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 and you really have to like work on like, and the thing is sometimes it's like just small moments in the day, small moments in the week, you know, like going somewhere for a day, you know, making sure you, you know, take the trip, take the time and all this other stuff. It's such a big part. And like, I, you know, I'm, I'm here sitting here absolutely not trying to be the fucking guru of that because i don't do enough of it like i'm aware of it i've become a lot better at it um but you know those are very important things you know because it, uh, and uh like not not i think it's fuck i i read it probably every two or three years is this book of this nurse that you know would spend time with the uh you know people the last 12 weeks of their lives right and it's just like talking about regrets you know regrets about uh life and, and and most people were just like man I, I i wish you know i wish i would have spent more time with my family i wish i would have like like did more stuff risked more right. stuff you know pushed more and stuff like that right and so but that can be like a lot of different ways for some people it's like fuck i never pursued that idea you know i never pursued this business or this relationship for some people it's like man i should have took more time off you know and I think that's one of the things for, for me moving forward. And I, I think a lesson for everybody is like, right, because I talk about hard work, right? And and I think you got to go through this phase. Um, you know, I, I I talk to John Berardi uh, quite a bit, you know, and we see each other a decent amount throughout the year. And, um, you know, last, last uh, time we were in San Diego, we had dinner. And, uh, and, and we were talking about this whole, like, uh, you know, even now, knowing, you know, what he knows or what I know, whatever, you know, could you, do you think that somebody can, like, start something without, like, really hustling, like, really, you know, grinding? And, you know, I think that the answer was, like, I don't know. Like, you know, once you've done something, it's like, yeah, you know, if I started another business, I could, like, just work six, seven hours a day, you know what I mean? Because I kind of got to figure out and I know what one and how to set it up and stuff. But I, I don't... I, to be honest, I don't necessarily believe that like you can really learn all there is to learn and understand if you don't like 
just go yeah. fucking bananas. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, then, and then it, it becomes it, habit, right? Yeah, so. I mean, for, for real. Like, and then down the line, you know, you kind of like, you, you can, you learn to back off and be, be more efficient and be more effective and kind of like when you have certainty, right? I think that's like this the word that gets used a lot, but it's, you know, certainty. Like you really know what you want in life, right? Like you know what you want for your business and it has meaning. You know what you want for yourself and your family and your relationships and stuff like that. It narrows down, you know, all the other shit, you know, shiny object syndrome, whatever you want to call it. Or just stuff that's, you know, it can throw you off course, you know, but Man, I I just you know I, I kind of agree with Gary V here, right? What, what's the what's the currency, man, that everybody can have? You know, like you don't have something, work, work more, yeah, work smarter. You know what I mean? Like you can you can create more shortcuts through reaching out. I mean, I I, I would say for me, like you know, books changed my life, mentors changed my life. Uh, you know, to me, it's still crazy. Like I was at the Amazon bookstore at, at U Village yesterday because I I tend to not be able to go past the bookstore without buying fucking books. It's crazy. It's a, it's kind of an issue, <laughs> but I was, I was in there and the guy before me was talking to the dude at the, cl- uh, the, like the guy that's, uh, at pretty much at the, you know, the, the counter selling stuff. And he goes, oh man, like, oh, did you, did you like, do you like his books? Oh I, yeah. I love them. I love them. Oh, just, these books are just so expensive nowadays. Right. And you know, not, not the judge dude, but like, I, I, you know, I think about that. And I go like, man, like a book is 15 bucks, 12 bucks, 20 bucks. Right much value is and i can buy like literally somebody spent years writing it possibly a lot of the books are like tens of years of experience right where maybe a subject like really deep on somebody that's the best in the world at expert at it right and for fucking like one lunch you know i mean like you can buy this book and absorb this information like even if you take one nugget from there and start applying it in your life i mean it's crazy, right? It's it's crazy because people are like, why do you read so much? Well, one, I just enjoy reading. Like, I mean, I legitimately enjoy reading. It calms me down. But that's the big thing is like, man, I you know, the way that a lot of things change for me in my life, I brainwashed myself, you know, with 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 these perspectives and right. outlooks, you know, where, where my mind was, you know, I'm coming from a place where I was doing a lot of stupid shit, you know, and, and started shifting my perspective through books, through, through, through mentors. And I, I mean, I obviously think coaching is by far the best, you know, to have somebody in your corner that can guide you, that's done the things that you want to do, that, um, that keeps you accountable, that you respect, that you trust. Right. But, but man, like, you know, I read about two books a week still. And it's like how many, you know, any people go like, well, you can't extract everything. And I fucking don't, you know what I mean? Like there's, but there's a bunch of big points that I take out of there. And it, it does like, even if I just, you know, take one, I'm winning and I keep applying yeah, it. And right. and what I tend to do is I actually I actually bundle a lot of books on the same subject, like back to back to back to back. Cause then what I end up doing is like it's literally like punching that shit into my head. And what I tend to do is once I read it and you know you, you, you guys know yeah. it's like I'll fucking come in like, yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> guys, have you heard about these studies? And like fucking I, I mean, I'll talk for about an hour, you know, but but it's but it, it helps me share it, teach it, learn it right, more. Right. You know what I mean? Like and it's and it's just like it, it's crazy to me that people don't you know, that, that you have this perspective of like, man, they're so expensive. Like, dude, you know what's fucking expensive? Like not buying books. You know what's expensive? Like not eating healthy. You know what's expensive? Like not training. You know what's expensive? Not investing in coaches. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You, you pay with, with your life. Man, like, you know what's expensive? Yeah. Not fucking like spending time with your family and right. being present. Like that's right. that's the most expensive shit in the world there is. Right. You know what I mean? But the fucked up thing is that you realize it, you know, looking back when you're in that bed talking to that nurse that wrote that book and right. going like, man, I wish, yeah. you know? And, 
and 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 that's that's just a a really 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 fucking uh you know sad thing and you know i try to uh, i always say man there's a little model it's the simplest model i've i've probably talked about it before but it's like learn apply reflect and then course correct you know what i mean like those four like whatever you learn fucking apply it you're going to like when you apply it, you're going to have some reflection on what happened you know what 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 happened from it did the did it work? Did it not work? What could it do better? Like, what was the lesson from it? You know what I mean? And then you course correct based on where you want to go. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and and if you can do that with pretty much everything in life, man, you're you're golden. You know what I mean? So what's been uh, speaking of course correction? And we're we're actually on Instagram Live right now, but not everybody oh, can see the Tomorrow Lab, right? Ever since I've been here, that's been up on the board, right? And it's right, ten thousand ten thousand plus square feet, like everything. Is it's up, almost like, to the, the T, right? It's almost to the fucking yeah. T. But obviously, not all of that was was done, you know, I mean, however long ago that was written up there. I mean, it's been a long time since, like, and, and we're not even there now. Like, we're still in this spot. We're, we're making yep. that transition. What's been, like, the biggest course correct, would you say, like, you know, from when that was written up so on the board I, I, so to the basically, vision of Vigor Ground? So if, and, if today I wrote Tomorrowland up right. off the top of my head uh, – I mean, two years ago, probably like actually it's more than that. I think it's three years ago. I, I I'd have to go back on on Facebook and I said, you know, we're gonna build Vigorville, you know. And it was it was I mean the name was a little bit of a joke, but kind of not, right? <laughs> and, the you idea know, the idea was the same. The yeah. idea was the same. Yeah. And you know, I thought about it and it's just like putting it out there. And like I think that really is now the the next step uh, or or the Tomorrowland is like. How do you, you know, uh, continuing to make vigor the, the beacon, right? I mean, we talk about like why, you know, why would we would just go to, you know, 450 members, you know, like and then shut it down? Well, because that way we can continue to service like at the highest levels, mm-hmm. innovate at the highest levels, you know, have the team have every opportunity. And, and, and I mean, that you know, what's possible is like I can't even see it, right? There's always this kind of glass ceiling and stuff, right? But the the bigger picture then started becoming like, okay, but how do you influence the whole community? Like, how do you, you know, now, like, there's obviously a group of people that are uh, kind of like seeing the same things that we're seeing, you know, and how do we, you know, get a farm-to-table restaurant across the street? You know, how do we get, uh, you know, we work space, type, we work type space, I guess we could call it vigor workspace. <laughs> um, you know, like, like imagine if you if you could create a, you know, I don't know if this is the right word for it, like utopia, right? Like if you could create a space, a city, a town that was the best, like when we talk about environments trigger behaviors, right? If you could create a, a town or a city where the environment would trigger the behaviors of people to be healthier, happier, uh, more productive, more connected, uh, you know, more of a tribe and, and achieve like what everybody really seeks in life, like how would you put it together? And that's the question I ask myself and then start doing that. Like like I said, you know, we're like, hey, okay, man, there's no brunch spots that do farm-to-table stuff. There's no restaurants like this. How do we, you know, I go to the civic center meetings for, for Renton and I'm super involved with everything that they do and, you know, go up to um, the economic development guy, uh, guy that runs the economic development, right? Like we've obviously been working all the time on this different stuff and now it's like, hey, I think you guys should turn the, the pavilion to a food court. That's the seven days a week farmer's market, you know? And they're like, oh, oh, you know, I've heard that before. And I'm like, well, look, I'll make a plan. I'll make a whole presentation on 
how this would benefit the city, how this, you know, and they're like super interested because, right. you know, you have an opportunity like, you know, Renton obviously need, needs a, a, or should I say has a huge potential. How can you guide that potential and guide people to understand like more closed off streets? So it's like you're, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm looking at all these different things around the world and studying all these different places of, you know, what makes a better, uh, you know, in, in, in the world, they judge well-being. It's an actual factor, right? Denmark has the highest well-being in the world out of every country. I think America's number 74 or something. Obviously, not not the highest. But, like, you know, can 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 we change uh, America right now? No. Like, you start with what? You change yourself, number one. You change your fucking self, right? And you help others change, right? I think you can do both in the process. You know, people say... You know, change yourself first. I I I, I agree with hand in hand, I though. agree with that, yeah. but I think when you when you're helping others, it helps you change yourself. Yeah. So that goes hand in hand. But then, what's the next step? Like you go, right? It's like I talked about the Zorro Circle, like in one of the posts, right? You guys ever like Zorro? I used to be a fucking huge Zorro fan, you know. But uh, Antonio De La Vega, if you guys remember, <laughs> you know, like when uh, when he was teaching him, right? Uh, Antonio Banderas was obviously in the movie, but he was like a knucklehead. You know, I, I, yeah. I, I was a knucklehead. And he was trying to do all this shit, right? Like all the cool fucking moves and he was all, you know, didn't, didn't get anything down. So then he drew a circle and he said, man, this is your, this is a Zora circle. This is your training circle. Like until you don't master moves, like you can't leave the circle. So you can only stand in a circle and fucking like do all the sword fighting and shit, right? And then when you got better, the circle became bigger and then bigger right. and bigger and bigger. Right. You know, so that to me, like that's kind of how, uh, the, the way I look at it is like, you know, we, we we drew a circle, and now we're we're spreading the circle out. So, how do we, as 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 a gym, as a company, as a beyond that, I think, as a community and tribe, start affecting the whole city, the whole town, other businesses, other people, and then because you know, movements get started by people, but then they take on a life of their own. You know, right. and I think that's kind of the the goal. How do we, you know, start a movement that like literally becomes a ripple in waves and 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 becomes a, a you know, just start spreading. And, and I think that that can be influenced because that was one of the things I was bringing up is like, hey, you know, in, in Ljubljana, like what they did in across this which is the city I'm from, you know, the mayor just started like shutting down more and more of downtown. So you can only go, you can only walk and go with bicycles. Uh, and it's the best thing that's ever happened, man. I mean, we, we already, it, there already was a center where you could only do that. But now it's like, you just fucking like, I mean, they just, it's just this big block and it's like, you can only walk, right? Mm -hmm. But guess what? More cafes outside, more people outside, more yeah. kids playing, right. more, movement. more happiness, more movement, more good food, more social interaction. And it's, you know, it changes the city. And of course, like you could, you know, somebody's going to say, well, but what about like, listen, man, like there's always going to be obstacles and stuff. But if you have a, a possibility to shape something into the best version that it can be, like, why not do that? And I think people just kind of go, they just go along. So there needs to be something or someone to pattern interrupt yeah. what the fuck is going on because everybody's like oh you know this country is more this and it's more that and it's like okay cool what are you doing about it right you know and i think that every business that has an impact you know whether that's a gym whether that's you know you have a, a the, the coolest restaurant in town or you know you, you you have a massage place or you have whatever man like if you're like doing great things like why not influence yeah. more of this you know i, I think people I, I think the the biggest reason is because you know people are, asked kind of like oh how can i like what can i what do can I, yeah. what can right. i do right. you know, one you know? and I, I think that's the biggest like i mean that's the editor in the head just going like oh you well you can't do anything yeah, you know but you, you talk about like you know people doing incredible shit in life what tends to happen is is that 
you know, they were like, well, fuck it. Maybe I can, you know, ignore I, I can that ignore that story, you know, and I, I think what it's become now, uh, like, don't get me twisted. I'm still the geekiest person when it comes to, to fitness. Like I study psychology, nutrition, training, uh, you know, movement on a daily, but it, it it's like, now there's just been this like, okay, we can do so much more. You know what I mean? With that, with, with this, like being, you know, continuing to, to, to like push the boundaries on that side of things, on a coaching side of things. Like how can we influence more of everything else so around the city? You know, Really, yeah, be the pattern interrupt essentially. Exactly. Of Renton. Yeah. And then obviously eventually Correct. that circle gets bigger. And having players on your team yeah. with the yeah. same vision. Because you can't do it, you know, that's the thing. You just, you can't do it yourself. Like I don't care, you know, like I could sit here and go like, well, you know, I could do all these amazing things. Like look, the point is, is that like, you know, we, you know, I joke around the whole Megatron and fuck, you know, like, yeah. you know, you get all the people together and it's like one plus one equals, you know, one plus one plus one equals fucking 23 if you have the right people. Right. And and I think that's what we have here. And like, how do we, you know, bring in the right people that believe in this vision that have these values that we have. And then for me, it's almost like, man, I want to continue to coach, mentor, guide, but then get the fuck out the way, you know, mm -hmm. um, so that everybody can be their greatest self and then how do we you know it's like you fulfill the things that you want individually but then how do we keep working towards this joint vision right. that we have you know and i think that's actually a big part you know since we're we're you know i know this is going out to a lot of coaches and trainers and, and, and probably gym owners too is i think one of the biggest mistakes that uh that i see is is you know how do you you know how do you build something special by restricting you know, and I think that what we've done here, and and it's growing pains, like you know, like shit, like there's a lot of times I want to like ninja kick you guys in the face. I'm sure you guys, you know, you guys want to do the same. I probably want to want to kick you guys more, but still, but you know, but I, but but I love you guys to death, and that's kind of like the the you know the like when you have a true team and a true family, like that, that's what happens, yeah, you know, yeah. and being able to have these crucial conversations and the psychological safety to 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 you know to kind of keep moving forward and keep, you know, but, but it's like, I had a, you know, a meeting with Cody and I said, look, man, I want to have somebody I can go like, like the, the, the one thing I want to know that you're going to go to war with me, like fucking do or die. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and, and man, like people don't have that. And so, but I always do like, man, when I wake up, like if it was just like, well, how do I, how do I make things for me good? Mm -hmm. It's like, no, 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 dude. How do I, how do I make things for everyone? You know, and, and Aubrey said it's like for the good of all, right? And it's like kind of one of the models of on it. It's like for the good of all. Yeah, for the good of myself too, but not at the cost of everybody else. Right. Right. So I think that's that's a really, really big thing that for uh quite a while now, like it's been a, a factor for me. It's like, man, if if I get all this stuff, but everybody doesn't get theirs, I don't want it. Like, because it, it will ultimately fail anyway. Or if you have this success without fulfillment, which, you know, like Tony Robbins talks about his ultimate failure. And and it's true. Like, I think about it every day. Like, man, how can I, man, how can I get you guys to do the shit? You know, but still, obviously, look, it's, it, when, when whoever's listening, it's not easy. This is a battle. It's a lot of communication. It's a lot of conversations. It's like, you know, sometimes you don't see eye to eye and then you got to, you know, make, well, I don't, I don't even want to call it compromise, but it's just like sometimes shifting perspective, mm -hmm. right? But it's got to be win-win. And I think that not enough like business owners and general gym owners are willing to do are that. willing to do it or yeah. just sit there and go like, all right, man, like what do they want? You know, like what like what is great for them? And you even I mean? even coaches who are 
who are a part of that business too, right? Because we've had we've had a lot of coaches who, who Abs- have left absolutely. because they weren't willing to have that Abs- absolutely because that relationship and not not have that relationship and and the thing is, is like ultimately the best things in the world are the hardest right. like they're hardest to achieve you know what I mean and and I would say that communication is such a big factor in those things and you know and having that empathy and compassion and going like man constantly asking yourself that now and it's got to go both ways you know what I mean it's got to go both ways I mean that's why. I, like I'm really work hard on being insanely transparent with you know everybody on the team at all times with it about everything like you know how much things cost like how much is this like how does this work you know and having these open conversations that are like two way right hearing like the perspective of the coach like oh man like I didn't think about it that way like okay I get you know what I mean like and together you keep working towards like getting better you know right. what I mean like and and that I mean that's hard that's really fucking hard it's actually I would say it's the hardest thing there is. It's harder than learning marketing. It's harder than learning sales. You know what I mean? It's, it's harder. And so... Dude, the people business is always going to pe- be... It's the, it's the yeah, hardest. Yeah. It's the most fulfilling. It's the absolute fucking best. Like, I find more joy in in mentoring than anything else. Mm-hmm. Like, for real, man. Like, it's, yeah, it's, I agree. It's also, like, it's... I mean, it's very, like, it's the thing where you're like... Ah, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Yeah. You know I mean? Like, <laughs> but, but, at the, but at the same time, it's just, like, it's, it's what it's all about to me, man. It's, it, you know, this is... Like this, this would be if I imagine and I go like, okay, if I was by myself and then, and this, whatever success or whatever the fuck people call it, right? Like, oh, you get this building, it's by myself. Dude, I, I don't even know if I would be fulfilled by it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like the, having this team, having this family, like that's everything, right? So with that said, I think that, because I, I, I don't know like how you get to that. Sometimes you get to it through like a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully you get to it through like, you know, learning from somebody else. You know, that's why I share these things. Cause like people, you know, I keep, I keep bringing it up and sometimes it just, it's, it's like it hits a wall. Right. I'm like, okay, well look, sometimes pe- some people aren't right. And you just got like, when people aren't right, like, man, you got to cut them and not because, you know, there might not be bad human beings. It's just, it's just not the right fit. And right. you got to recognize that. Right. But at the same time, it's almost the same issue as with what's happening in industry where people go like, I only want committed clients. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck is, like, once again, like, That's you only want committed you. clients? Like, if they were, like, super committed, they probably wouldn't need you yeah, as much. You, you know what I mean? Like, job. Yeah. people come to us for help because they need yeah. help. Like, they need support. They need guidance. They need true coaching. And I think it's the same way with the team, right? Like, it, it, no matter what team you're on, it you go like, well, fuck they should just be able to do, well no like that's that's why you're there mm-hmm. like you're there to guide support coach to bump heads for you to have realizations of when you were wrong you know to help them have realizations when they were wrong to to you know what i mean to grow together you know what i mean and 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 so that to me like sometimes it's crazy when i hear about people like well i'm gonna you know really just like work with these people cool you're gonna work with four people and you'll go bankrupt cool yeah. like, you do that you know yeah. what i'm saying like um and so that that's the fu- fucking funny thing right it's this is hard. Like this is this is hard, and that's why find the shit that like you you want it to be hard, and you'll enjoy the journey because it's hard. And it's like you know that through that challenge and through that resistance, like you become better. And 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 really, life that's what it is, man. Life is solving problems. Like we 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 wouldn't even be happy if we weren't didn't have problems to solve. Think about it. Like you wake up in the morning, there's fucking like no problem to solve. Like man, they're like literally after a while, you're like fuck, like. I'm I'm unfulfilled, right? Because happiness, growth in life is about expansion. Yeah. Right? It's about expansion. It's about growing in different areas of life. And if you didn't have that, you'd be unhappy. And 
to go back to, I think Aubrey talked about this shit, man. Like, I, when you play video games, we all did, you know, at some point in time. Some of you might still play a lot of them. I don't know, you know. But, um, you know, if you didn't have the boss, right? Like, if you were Super Mario and there's no boss and no level to beat, how good is that game? This shit's whack. It's whack. Yeah. It's fucking, like, yeah. You wouldn't even play it, right? Like, I mean, you'd play it and be like, this is, like, there's, there's no challenge. Like, I'm right. done. Right. And yet in life, like, our life is a game, essentially, man. Like, you, you know, the problem is the boss. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it is. And guess what? You get pissed off. The boss beats you up. And you're like, fuck. You go play the game again, right? And yet in life, you know, it, it's like the boss happens and, and you get smacked and there's this alert of helplessness. Oh, I got to, fuck. Like, this is so hard, you know? And you go like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How is it that in one area, like, you're, you're, you're doing that, but in another area, you just, like, see it a whole different way? You know? To me, I started just going like I, I have this saying now because like the last year and a half has really been brutal with with I mean, all the stuff like with the building and, and, and this. I mean, it's been really, really tough. And um, I, you know, I have like this. I keep I actually repeat it to myself like, man, it's going to make for a great story. Yep. You know, crazy shit will happen. I'm like the bigger so, boss. Yeah. It's like, dude, it's going to make for a great story. <laughs> Jeez. You know, and, and, it, and it ends up being more fulfilling. And I think that if you can kind of really kind of uh, get into falling in love with the process you know it's yes it's, it's 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 you know it's been said so many fucking times before but you know what man watch like euro dreams of sushi watch like yeah. things that like make you see mastery. like mastery yeah. and and pursue that and like i mean life just becomes better you know what i mean life becomes better like what you know i, I kind of went to brazil and, and and that opened my up my eyes to just like man there's just so many things that like are right in front of us that that we could enjoy today and we just allow you know and, it, and it's it's practice it's practice of the of brain like you got you know you got hygiene right everybody fucking knows brushing their teeth right like brush your teeth so your teeth don't get all fucked up and then most people start understanding health hygiene right man eat good so that obviously you're healthy and that you don't get you know diseases and you stay lean and you know lift weights but then there's mental hygiene there's emotional hygiene you know what I mean like in and I think people need to start like doing like, hey, yeah, brush your teeth, but yo, read good books, watch videos that make you better at stuff, go get coaching, Let's go to seminars, talk to people every day. Here's a big thing: talk to people every day that are better than you at something. Like maybe they have a great relationship, maybe they treat their kids in an awesome way, maybe they're a better coach, maybe they fucking, have, you know, they they know want something better, and like just have conversations with them every fucking day. You know what I mean? Like the like these are I would say this is like mental, emotional, social hygiene. Yeah. You know, say something appreciative to someone, do something nice for someone. Like this is all hygiene, right? We just got to start looking at at it in in different ways, man, and and um, understand that a lot of everything that we want is right in front of us, and that everything that you externally want actually comes when you ex like appreciate that and like bust your ass at it. Like, you know, when you work hard, like, does, does, I mean, as you're working hard, right, do you ever, like, you, you don't ever get upset. As you're working hard, as you're deep into the fucking working hard, right. no matter what you do, right? I don't know, like, when they bring the equipment and I'm carrying equipment around and unscrewing the fucking glue hammers, like, I'm like, I'm not thinking about my issues, you know what I mean? Like, no matter what. So I, I, I was thinking about you getting struck by lightning because that storm was coming in fast. I was, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little worried. And I was, I, and I was thinking about if I do, like, do I get but some yeah, flashlight superpowers or something like that? Probably not. I'll probably be dead. But um, I did see everybody remove themselves while I was still <laughs> yeah. doing stuff. I slowly walked away. Where, like, no. Nah. Where, where is everybody? Oh, good. 
Um, <laughs> um, but to you know, for for I guess for everybody that's that doesn't like know where we're heading. Um, I mean, you, you we've got, talked about it. We've talked about it several times, but it's what on the perspective that that we offer. I think it's much different coming from you. Um, so I mean, elaborate. Uh, I mean, here, here's the thing, right? Uh, with like in this gym, um, it's, it's really hard to even call it a gym now. But you know, the goal is to to if you had a like puzzle piece, right? If when what what do you need like when you when you put a puzzle together? What do you need? You need a picture. You need a picture, right? Like you need to know what it looks like, correct? Right. So in life, in anything, if you want to build something, like you want to know what it looks like. Right, you got to be able to see it. Right, you got to be able to visualize it. You got to be able to, uh, you know, or feel like how you want to feel about it. Right. So to me, that's like when when I look at somebody's life for it to be complete, because we study all this stuff, right? Like behavior change and like what makes people happy and what makes them fulfilled and what makes them work best and what makes them healthy and move better and da da da. Right. It starts becoming all these different puzzle pieces. So to you know essentially build people's best lives. You know, the the future ended up being like, okay, let's keep putting these puzzle pieces together to help people with that. You know, and everything from, you know, we're finalizing on a deal of having a meal delivery service. That's same thing, like you know, um, all local uh, farm to table food type of stuff, organic. You know, people can pick it up at Vigor, makes their life easier if they need lunch, right? There's obviously smoothies and supplements that we believe in. There's the chiropractor. There's the physical therapist. They're all connected. They're all interwoven. But then, you know, it's kind of like, okay, cool, but we also own the building down the street so we can go get brunch, you know, with with clients. And then there's a rooftop bar where we can do this, that, and the other. And then there's like a jujitsu place. And there's right. like, I mean, Farmers you can down the street. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you can kind of see where this is going, right? With... And and to be able to influence that, whether like I said, whether uh, it's it's ours or whether it's we're involved with it, yeah. you know, and and or even better, like you know, p- other people, like the way that we collaborate with Fitbar was legitimately, you know, everybody here was going up there drinking smoothies. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take credit for that. Yeah, you no, no, no that's, that's that's definitely on, on Theo. And, 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 we went there for like a, it was for the a while. day after my birthday. I remember we're all hung over. We yeah. went in to go get it, and yeah. then you literally—that was the first time you had it. You took a bite. You email, go, I'm one bite, the owner right them, now. Yeah. No, dude, I was after like the first time I went there to get a smoothie. I emailed them from their place. Yeah, yeah. It was Sunday night. Was we were all sitting there. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. You, might, you guys remember birthday. that? And I and I and I sent an email. And, like I got the same email back by Wednesday. We met, and it was like 45 minutes later. It's like all right, you know. And obviously, then, then it was a long process in between of, of all the shit that needs to be done. And we're kind of final, but but it was because we had conversations, and they were like, "Man, this is these are the types of things that we want to build, right?" Like it was, it was really looking into the same direction. It's having a vision, having a vision, and sharing that vision, man. Like that's the other thing too. Yeah, How was, do you get somebody to help you or to collaborate with you when they don't know what you want? Yeah. And so you know, people joke around a lot, like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking like I can talk for forever, right?" But I also like I'm a person that uh, two hours into the podcast, two hours into the podcast, (laughs) it's about to be a Joe Rogan six hour, right, right, show right here. Um, But uh, but you know what? Because it's like I like when I talk, I actually sometimes like articulate my thoughts, right? Like it's I make the vision clear as I'm talking about it, you know. And what's happened so many times just in the last years was that because I did that, somebody goes like, "Oh shit! Well, I know X Y Z. Oh my god! Like that's a great idea." Let's do this, or let me yeah. introduce you to this person. 
See, the thing is, if you don't do that, and you can do that, obviously, also, uh, I mean, I think it's the most powerful face-to-face, but you can also do it in, you know, through video, social media, lives, yeah. podcasts, whatever it may be, right? And I think, same thing, the judgment and persecution and like, ah, that's a dumb idea, stops people from doing it. When it's kind of like you know? the whole speaking into the universe thing that everybody says, right? Like, I mean, yeah. even you just writing this shit up on the yeah. board years yeah. ago, right? Yeah. Like, you and, kept and, saying about this building in yeah. Biggerville, and then now it's like the healthiest building in the world. Like, yeah. all these things that you want to do, but you just kept speaking into the universe, and then people kind of latch onto it, yeah. right? They're yeah. like, fuck, that's dope. I want to be a part of that. I can add this, or if you get connected. And you know what I would, I would say too, man? Like, you know what, what people latch onto? Is because everybody said shit. Like yeah. everybody said when shit. When they see like, you start doing shit. When when it's like I'm, I I can't tell you enough. Like how many people were like, fucking like this is really happening. I'm like <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. I, I told you. Yeah, but fuck. but here's here's the kicker though because it does take. T- you know I'm gonna say ten times, maybe not ten times longer, but it takes way longer than you think. Every time it costs way more money. You know, and to you know to kind of like this is the other thing too, man. Like like. People say a lot of shit, but like put your money and, you know, your time and your energy where your mouth is, you know, uh, like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't talk about this publicly too much, but, you know, I mean, there was a lot of security in my life from a financial standpoint, right? Like before this decision. Um, And I I would say that, you know, I was like, okay, fucking, I feel good about this, right? And then, of course, I go like, well, okay, let me fucking risk all this shit on, <laughs> like, literally everything. Um, you know, and, 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 it, and it's been like, it's been, man, I, I can definitely say that. I mean, these are, these are pretty nutty numbers, you know what I mean? Like, um, but I believe in it so much. You know, I believe in it so much that, that it, it actually, you know, is not a difficult decision continuously recommitting. Um, but, I, you know, there's, like I said, you know, I don't know if this is an anonymous quote or where I read this shit, but it's like, you know, I hear what you say, so I watch what you do. You know what I mean? Like, and some people say matching video and audio and all these different things, but like that's what I do. I'm like, you know, people will say stuff. They're like, oh, cool, okay, cool. Uh, then I just watch, mm-hmm. just fucking watch. You know what I mean? Like, and then a month later, two months later, it's like, hey, what's going on, man? Like, what's what's going on with that project? Ah, well, you know, I, blah, right? Yeah. Right. For me, I, I try to just like shut the fuck up mm-hmm. and just like go. Yeah. You know, because even, you know, my Instagram stories wouldn't be like really that you know a lot of my instagram story would be like work 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 still fucking working <laughs> flow tag you know what I mean? yeah. so i just try to share like make it at least a little more interesting and shit right but you know that that's the thing is like there there's a lot of stuff you know um i think the villanova coach said coach said this but you know what you do when uh, what you do when no one is watching dictates what you do when everyone's watching yeah. you know um and and that's you know that's true man like like who's you know if I follow you twenty four seven, well let's take the the sleep out. That's kind of like uh, I would say a little weird, but uh, you know what what the fuck are you doing? Like what are you doing? You know like legitimately, people feel really 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 busy, but it's like what are you doing? And I, I mean it everything. Like are you opening the doors for people, man? Are you you know doing a good deed? Are you like studying? Are you actually productively working four or five hours a day? Are you you know, do I come into the gym and it's like I'm sitting in the corner and you don't know I'm there and I'm watching you coach and it's like you're kind of slacking off a little bit or not or are you fucking like so engaged that like you're sweating at the end of it? You know what I mean? Like, man, I think like that's really what matters. That's what like you can post whatever the fuck you want on Instagram. Like, I, you know, I get it. Like, it's a tool. Like, we use it. I use it. it it's great. But at the end of the day, if you fall back and your real life is, you know is thinking about what picture you're going to post for seven, eight hours a day rather than doing some, 
you know, real productive shit, producing value for people, coaching your ass off, like coaching your ass off. You know, like I'll, I'll say this, man, like for anybody that's been around for long enough, like the, the 10 years back and nine years back, I mean, I legit, I was sleeping like two and a half, three hours a night, right? And I would wake up and trust me, like I'm not jumping out of bed. You know, it's not like, I mean, I'd be like, fuck, look at the time. It's like, I really just slept three hours, like, fuck, you know, and then you got to make this decision, you know, and, and this is the whole attitude thing, right? Like you can choose your attitude. And I had this little ritual, like I would drive to, to the gym, I'd roll my windows down, you know, so if it was winter, obviously the cold air, even if it was summer, it's like, you know, it's cool. And I'd have like a little playlist of like kind of shit that would get me amped up. DMX. DMX. <laughs> so yeah, like most of it was DMX. But, um, you know, I'd come, I'd come to the gym, open up the doors or whether I'd be in or not, like I'd turn on the lights and like I'd come in amped up, you know what I mean? Like, and people would be like, dude, I saw you just post on Facebook like three and a half hours yeah. ago. Like what, what was... But the thing is, you make a choice. And it was like, well, I can come in and be tired and my energy is going to be their energy and, and it's game over. Or I can do, you know, like roundhouse kicks and like be crazy <laughs> and, and coach my ass off. And, you know, then that's what I'm giving the people, you know. And and I always kept, you have to keep making that choice over and over again until I made it thousands and thousands of times and it became who I am, right? Like, And so I, I think that that's what's really important to understand is, man, it it, yes it's gonna be fucking be hard like you always have a choice of how you show up you always have a fucking choice of how you show up and if you're in a service business man just always remember like there is nothing without our clients you know what i mean like and i mean to me it's like the the, the importance is like team because the team you know essentially like we're all working with clients so like everybody on team has got to be on point right so yeah i mean the team is insanely important in in the clients i mean and and that's who we're serving and that's who we're there for. And stop, you know, it comes back to that whole Jewel saying is like, man, you're you're worrying about the crowd, but it's like you gotta worry about your teammates. Right. You know, and your teammates is your your coach, your 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 like literally the players on your team, your clients, like this that's that's what you gotta that's who you play for. And that's the whole thing, like who do I go to war for every day? Man, I know if I I'll go to war for you guys like day in and day out 24 7 not even here like in life you know what i mean and and the thing is if you have that because if you don't have that like everything else is like so what so what like you okay you you did a good shit who are you sharing it with it doesn't matter you know what i mean right. and so building teams where you can sit down and go and say like man i'd go to war for these motherfuckers like undoubtedly like there's this one question i i i can always answer like yes i will you're in a good place and that's what you want to work towards and then and i can take a long long time but it's always worth it you know so i'd, I'd ask like hey what are you willing to do for the next 10 years that's ask yourself that because if you're like well i want to do this for two years and then i'm gonna eh, right yeah man eh. you know what i mean all the the cool thing is that other opportunities arise when you're so when you're so into your craft and into giving back and like becoming the best that you can be all this other shit opens up like, hey, man, would you speak this? Hey, would you do that? Like, all these, you know, all these other things start happening, right? And I'm not saying, like, you don't pursue and you don't have a plan and strategy. But, you know, if you focus on this outward thing versus, like, the, the, the I would say the inner, um, like, your inner self as far as, like, your, the mastery of the work that you do, like, the communication that you have with people, how you treat others, like, all that, all that shit that's the foundation, you know, like, all the other shit doesn't matter. It just comes back to purpose. Yep. Over and over again. I think that about wraps it up it's about seven hours later. 
Luca like, the mountain goat. I feel like we just got started. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, we did, oh, like, you're, you just got into your second. Oh, yeah. I just started. I'm like two thirds. Acai of the berry. Um, Red Bull. Red Bull. Dude, into they the should pops. fucking sponsor you, even though that shit is bomb, though. No, Look, any any advocate. of the above. Red Bull, Celsius, <laughs> uh, Celsius heat, bang. If you're listening, I will take any of those sponsorships, just so you know. But yeah, we can we, we can uh, we can go into uh, training shit another day. Yeah, we'll do. Uh, you know, when you get me started with topic, this stuff. Yeah. That's what's up, man. We have any other questions? Yeah, let's check Instagram real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah the live doesn't last that long bro no i mean obviously we'll link everything in the show notes so people can check it out and just follow the movement and follow everything luke is doing and uh stay tuned for if you're in seattle just plan on being at the gym june 10th june 10th that's the grand opening it's gonna be a, it's a fucking, fucking party festival it all day a, it is a party is it literally just all it's all day it's all it's pretty much all day like i mean we started start at 8 a.m 8 a.m 9 a.m 10 a.m charity boot camps and we have uh matt warzimer coming down so if you guys youtube sensation dj drumming live it's gonna be fucking bananas so uh we're probably gonna have a live podcast with uh, uh a lot of guys that are coming down um then we're gonna have like a fashion show more music live music uh for for we're also gonna have some probably uh drinks uh, <laughs> yes, for this, for this uh, all for, happening at a gym. for bigger clients <laughs> and uh and friends of clients and then we're uh we're jetting off to frolic and uh and aston manor so, you so can yeah, spend it's about day and party with us, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, it's gonna be bananas. So you so know, staying tuned to that. Uh, appreciate you jumping on the podcast, man. It was it was great. My pleasure, man. Uh, we'll definitely do this again. If you guys have topics you want us to go over in the next one, shoot us topics because I mean, this guy has, like he said, he's read everything. So if you want to hear about the ancestries of like cavemen or like scientists behind not training, yet. like anything, not everything, but I'm working on it. He is. He is. He's <laughs> All right. So once again, thank you, man, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. If you love the Mind vs. Muscle podcast, want more free content, and you want to support the movement, share this podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review. To get your questions answered on the next episode, see the show notes for our social media handles and hashtag Mind vs. Muscle.